Welcome to the Restless Hearts Podcast, a podcast dedicated to spiritual reflections and conversations about our journey together as human beings. I'm Father Ray DeLugos, an Augustinian friar serving at Merrimack College as the Vice President for Mission and Ministry. This episode of the Restless Hearts Podcast includes the proclamation of the gospel and my homily for the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time on November 14th, 2021. You can view the full liturgy of the word for this Sunday under daily readings at usccb.org. My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, in those days after the tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will be falling from the sky. And the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the son of man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the end of the earth to the end of the sky. Learn a lesson from the fig tree. When its branch becomes tender and sprouts leaves, you know that summer is near. In the same way, when you see these things happening, know that he is near at the gates. Amen, I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But of that day or hour, no one knows neither the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So yesterday afternoon, I was standing around with several other faculty members waiting for an event to begin. I think I spent half of my life standing around waiting for events to begin, but that's where I was. And someone says, this semester has gone by so fast. I thought, yeah, kind of has. And that is immediately followed by someone saying, I can't believe that Thanksgiving is almost just a week away. And then that was followed by someone else saying, and when we come back from Thanksgiving break, the end of the semester will be right on top of us. And each of these pieces of information is evoking in different people, different emotions. For some, the beginning of the holiday season is something that we look forward to with excitement and joy, chance to have a break, a chance to gather with family and friends and celebrate both at Thanksgiving and at Christmas. But for others, these kinds of time passing so quickly and deadlines upon us and events about to happen can evoke a great deal of stress because we don't feel ready. Maybe it's particularly that end of the semester thing that might concern us. Just a few weeks left. Maybe I should get started because I haven't yet. Or the holidays can evoke that stress. I have no idea if I'm ready, prepared. 
I don't have a shopping list. I don't have any money. I don't have anything. Oh my goodness, Christmas, Thanksgiving, it's all going to be too much. But for all of these things, we know they're coming. They are part of our routines. We're used to it. I think we preach a point in every semester where we think this semester is going really fast. And then the next moment we say, this semester is taking forever. Thanksgiving comes around every year as does Christmas, as do finals. And we get through all of it somehow or another and then start all over again. Sometimes settling into a routine of knowing what to expect and every once in a while, having that routine disrupted by life or death or change or pandemics. But for the most part, we can see what's coming at us and we can either be prepared or not prepared. We can look forward with excitement and joy or we can look forward to the very same things with dread and fear. Because somehow all of it, we have some sense that we have to perform, we have to measure up, we have to meet the expectations that are coming our way. And that is always very stressful. But Jesus throws us a curveball in the gospel tonight. Because he tells us that something's coming. Something really big. Something that's more important than anything we do in our little worlds with our little deadlines. Someday soon, very soon, he says, the Son of Man will come in glory to bring creation to completion, to gather all of God's people into one, to collect us, to complete us, to make us whole. Seems like something we really wanna be ready for because if it takes us by surprise, we might miss something really important or get left out of something we wanna be part of. But then he throws the curveball that says, it's gonna happen. I just can't tell you when because I don't even know when. Don't you love professors who say, there's going to be a quiz someday. I don't know which day it's going to be, but it's coming for sure. Jesus tells us, though, that even though we don't know when it's coming, we should be paying attention to the signs that it's coming. Noticing that he indeed is not waiting far away to come into our world, to gather us and complete us and make us whole. That son of man is already at the gates, knocking, looking for cracks into our experience, into our lives, into our world. And it's not something that he's waiting to do. He is ready. In fact, perhaps, just perhaps, this is not something that's going to happen later, but it's something that is happening right now. 
something that is always happening. But only we miss it because we're busy facing our deadlines, meeting the expectations of our lives, trying to get through life in this world, that we may not be paying attention to the signs pointing to this great event when the Son of Man will get in, break in, and start collecting us, finding the lost and bringing them back, helping us find our way when we're not sure where we're going, making all of the deadlines and expectations that we're trying to meet so totally meaningless it's not funny. Because on that day, which may well be every day, the Son of Man is gathering God's people, collecting us, making us whole and complete. Signs are all around us. Not just the terrifying signs of climate change and hurricanes and earthquakes and wars and famines. Signs of people having hope in the midst of all of that. Signs of love in the midst of a world that seems to be filled with hatred. Laughter when there should be nothing but tears. The connection when everything seems to be separating us from each other. We need not look for the sun and the moon and the stars to fall out of the skies to know that he is near. We might only need to look and see that while it looks very dark, and very unpleasant and very violent and very, very much filled with separation and hatred and isolation, he is at the gate. And the signs that he is at the gate happen whenever any of us decide that despite the fact that it doesn't seem to make any difference, we will have hope. And we will have faith. And we will act with love. And we will seek peace. And we will find that it's worthwhile forgiving rather than holding grudges. And we will look around and see enemies everywhere and decide it's really kind of silly to have enemies when all those enemies could be friends. Those are the signs that he is at the gate waiting to collect all of us and gather us to where we belong, in union with one another, and mostly in union with the God who created us. And so as we approach all of these events coming up, sometimes with anticipation, sometimes with dread, let's remember that none of them really matter as much as that day that is coming, in fact, is already here when the Son of Man comes to collect us, to make us whole, and to make us one.